previously on The Harvestman. It looks as though this is the place. Everything all right there, ladies? Just gotta replace the, uh, bolt here. Uh, just watch for this flag. Your explosive device is probably on a timer. And I'm calling that clock Booms Boom. Waiting inside the ridge, attentively watching the water for any sort of flag. It's much deeper, or presumably the blue coats would have found these crates. What what does the devil's bargain look like? <laughs> Lukai is not alone. I'll take that. That sounds All right. amazing. Two heartbeats later, you squeeze the trigger. Yeah. And you can you can see the spray. So, without further ado, let's begin the harvestman. This has made a lot of noise. Yes, yeah, yeah. But the distractions seem to have done its job. Well, could we hear it from our approach? These shots go off. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And actually, you guys, yes, you hear it. And I will allow you, whoever's driving, to make a roll to tick off some of this clock a little faster. Um, I don't know what driving should default to. I, I sort of imagine it to be finesse, more because nothing else seems a better fit. But if anybody can make an argument, I'm happy to listen to it. Not one that helps me, unless it's Tinker. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine I was driving. If she was doing the bombing, then I was the mm-hmm. one who was ready to like, yeah, Hop the goats. Go. Okay. Are you okay with finesse? Yeah, I think that makes sense. What do you do? <sighs> How does it go wrong? Some jackass pull in front of you, block an intersection. I jumped out to get a stray cat. <laughs> Boom. I'm going to have to fire that girl. <laughs> oh, don't. What are you doing? Look at him. We got We can stop the cat. Get in the carriage. We're, we'll say both. We'll say that you hear the shots, you take a, a turn that you suspect that you know should cut down on the time. But as you take that turn, another carriage pulls out into the road in, in front of you and stalls like just long enough in this intersection. They're making a delivery yeah. to like force you to stop. They're like double parked. And just as you're you're starting to get around it, boom, sees a cat and is like, oh, the whiskers or whatever. <laughs> Just throw it in the door. Physically disembarks from <laughs> in the middle of a job. Harvestmen professionals. Harvest mood? Uh, if, if the carriage is not at a stop, I do not stop it for her. I just keep it slow as it, yeah. at its pace. Nice. Nice. And tell her to. So I grab the cat and I'm like running. Yeah. So you're back on and then you've been with the cat. Delightful. Lukai, you yes. have 
just about reached the second X by your meticulous calculations. Excellent. I think we are going to need another roll to find whatever crates are here. We'll, we'll make this a, a fortune roll as well. Oh, boy. All right. That is a four. A four. Technically a success. It is. It is. Yeah, describe this one for me. You're in, you're in the muck. You come up on the, the dog leg in the canal where it seems that another one would have been hung up. I think Lukai is trudging through like a foot of, of just thick, silty, muddy yuck. And there's uh, a bit of crate poking through. And it's probably just a ton of ammunition. Mm. So some box of bullets. Uh, they might go with the guns we've got. They might not. It might even be multiple boxes of bullets. Yeah, let's have this be two smaller crates. Perfect. Two foot cubes. We are um, going to lash those onto the existing box of rifles and, and continue on. The complication... Oh, dear. ...is that an additional box of Lukai not alone has been checked. And it occurs to you as you are fastening these two crates, one of your sensors registers movement in the water around you, essentially, that is not a part of the current. Though your visual scanners have not, do not at this point pick up anything. I think I'm going to try to attune to the ghost field and see if I can see if anything supernatural is in here with me. Take it away. I have a single die. Oh, good. What would a devil's bargain on this look like? A devil's bargain to attune. You will unsettle some portion of your memory banks Mm. and be at a one die penalty for the rest of the job Mm. on all prowess rolls. Just strict prowess checks. Why is this one so mean? Because you'll be in the midst of flashbacks, essentially. Yeah, it's, it's so good. I got to take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The problem is it's it's really a, pe- a, a nasty penalty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if Especially this if extra die was worth it. Totally worth it. Totally ah, worth six it. and a three. Good for you. <gasps> Tell me again what you're trying to attune to are you are you searching for something in in particular or just trying to drop in and see what is here if anything lukai cannot imagine that anything down here would be here that's not either a fish that has no interest in in them or some kind of uh maybe a hull that's doing the bidding of somebody rich ah. or perhaps just a, an angry spirit that is haunting down here and waiting for people to, to I don't know, drown in the, yes. in the canal. So You attune successfully and 
come up with only uh, one or two very faint echoes of spirits. Um, the spirits who are kind of going through the motions of a, of a portion of their lives. They're down here, but this doesn't seem like what was making a very physical disruption in the water around you. Interesting. Um, and in addition, something pops loose in the old uh, brain pan. Yep. The old um, data banks. And as you finish securing the crates and attuning, again, you find these these spirits, but they don't seem consequential and certainly not malevolent. When all of a sudden you are being smothered with the sensation of drowning. Oh, (laughs) goodness. And it's as if when you close your eyes, which is strange because you don't do that, but once upon a time, you must have. Uh, But when you close your eyes, you are not naked in water as you would perhaps expect yourself to be in this situation. You are instead in what feels like a very cramped, flooding compartment. And there's maybe enough light to be daylight, but it feels far away and you can't be sure where it's coming from. But it it's not fun. It's not a good feeling. But <laughs> I love it. And now feel free to make your penalized prowess check to move on to the next marker. Uh, four and a five. Four and a five. You succeed with a complication. And another segment is checked off. All right. Can't wait to meet them. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Back to Wester. You take out those dudes. Mm-hmm. They drop like bad habits. What's your next action here? Yeah. Do I have any indication that the blue coats are aware of all this? Could I could I survey to see that? You certainly can. Technology. Two dice. Five. Yeah, you take a quick gander around. You don't see any blue coat presence. But Mm -hmm. you know enough to realize that two gunshots, the distraction had to be close enough to your uh, inception point, I guess, to make sense, to to draw the blue coats away. So now the downside is that all of those blue coats have been drawn to a place that is more than close enough to hear all of the gunfire really clearly so while you don't see any you are pretty sure that they're coming and that complication is a four segment clock called blue coats on their way okay if the blue coats get here and they can't find me they're gonna find these two guys the blue coats have no idea i was ever here those two guys are the only ones that understand that I, what, what I'd like to do is crawl back into the into the ridge and go and just go into stealth mode again and kind of wait this out. Cool. What are you 
going to do with the original scove that you choked out? Yeah, can I roll again to try to get him into the 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 car so, again? Yeah. What did we roll last time for that? Um, at the time, it was prowl because it was trying to be quiet. Now, I think that's no longer the operative quality. Mm-hmm. So maybe just prowess? Oh. All right, let's do it. Uh, three. He has given you some trouble, mm-hmm. and I tick two more segments of blue coats on their way. So they are one segment away from being here. Do I do I get the can I have gotten the 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 ridge into stealth mode? Certainly. Okay. So once I do that, can I prowl kind of like perpendicular away from the canal into what I imagine is like maybe there's like some more structures and like some things to hide behind and like kind of get away from that area and just continue to watch this happen, but not at the location that I was at, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You want to keep eyes on the ridge and the the location in general where Lukai went into the water. Yes, but I don't want to be there anymore. I try to move the ridge, start it up, and move it and myself all perpendicular away from the canal kind of into, you know, where there's, where there's more things, right? But get it out of sight from this area. Sounds great. There's whatever is your ideal location you're able to find. I picture okay. it sort of down like a, a narrow alley. Yes. Yes. Um, Love that. Be, behind like maybe what would be a, a rubbish cart. Yeah. Because you, you want it to be, theoretically an area where someone isn't going to try to traverse right you know what i mean right yeah there's like dumpsters maybe in this alley is just kind of yeah littered with stuff nobody wants to be around sweet would zyka like to make another attempt to arrive yeah yeah do it up this is finesse correct i mean it could be prowess you know yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, I'll bet it's prowess. Nope. No dice. Um, driving poor. I tried to take another shortcut. Turns out that's all blocked. Because of the time of day uh-huh. that you chose, there's essentially a farmer's market going on <laughs> down the road. Oh my gosh! You <gasps> tried to go, and it's blocked off, and pedestrian thoroughfare, and all that shit. Yeah. Now you've well, got it. Now- and I think at this point, um, I think you're you're close to arriving. Okay. Anyway, Lukai, let us return to you. You are closing in on the the third marker. The silt is somehow deeper here. It's above slightly your knee joints. The images have subsided somewhat or rather changed, the sensation of drowning has either diminished or you've gotten used to it. But it's it's been joined now by the sound of detonation or explosions as they would travel through water, right? Fascinating. Um, uh, that is to say, as they would be muffled by water, not conducted. By water. Right. 
This is something to store away. However, I need to focus on the task at hand. Okay, we're hunting. Come on, dice, don't fail me now. Do I have this? Nope, it's a three. It's a three! Womp womp. You are not alone. (laughs) (laughs) What is here with me? As, As your lights scan the surrounding areas, the, the little alcove where it seems like these these crates should have, would have got hung up. You're scanning the stone, sort of the stone bottom of the jetty, and as you pan along to the right, just where you should turn a corner to see an alcove, instead, you are staring down what appears to be an enormous reptile headed straight for you. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Just as it reaches you, it opens its enormous jaws and clamps down. Oh, phenomenal. I would like you, please. I would think this is a skirmish check. Well, it's, it's attacking me. Do I need to resist? I feel like I... I, do, I do I have a moment before it's uh, it's on me? Yeah. I mean, I, I envision you pan, oh, it's in the lights, and it's on you. But the skirmish will determine whether or not you're able to get your arms up into its jaws or if it clamps its jaws around your head and upper torso. <laughs> um, so I'm minus one die, correct? You are. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna do this. It is a three. <laughs> it clamps down on your head. No! And the world briefly goes dark, dark red, and then your lights sort of flicker on again, and it's it's a grosser, spongier red and you have a sensation of your head being violently torqued as this monster dial essentially rolls with you in its head or in its jaws taking the crates and the rope and all that is attached to you now attached to it oh phenomenal now what do you think here are were you in a controlled position western too risky, but you stayed in controlled, right? Correct. You can resist level one harm. Or, or yeah, you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will resist the level one harm. So I still have two dice on prowess. I assume this is a prowess roll. I think so. Four. So I'm going to be taking two drain. This is so good. Nice. How big is this thing? Well, you can't tell. <laughs> okay, but... I mean, its mouth is... What, two feet long? Yeah, that sounds right. All right. Two and change, not two and a half. Your sense of touch that is a little bit, call it slightly enhanced, give you the impression that this thing is sizable from the seismic disruption that it's that it's causing to the the way it's displacing the water. Does that make sense? Okay. I have spring leap pistons currently installed on my legs, which allow me to jump 
to extreme heights, a la several stories. Yeah, that's awesome. So do I estimate that I will be able to jump entirely out of the water with this thing on me? Or would it be more feasible to bend over toward the wall of the canal and drive this thing into the wall and crush it? Mm, 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 mm. If you push yourself, you are confident that even with the cargo in tow, you and the water slowing you down and the, the extra weight of this crocodile, that you would be able to breach the surface and and get if you were close enough to to the wall of a canal right probably make make the ledge above you would not need to push yourself to go into a wall down here provided you were reasonably close to the wall Right. No, I'm I'm want to go up at an upward angle and smash it against the wall closest to me. I know which wall is closest to me, I assume. Yes. That sounds great. Um that sounds like a skirmish. <laughs> Unless what, what what do you think? No, I it sounds like a skirmish. Um sadly the book doesn't describe uh any ways that this springly pistons will assist in a, like dice or effect. So oh. it's super vague. Sounds like we get well, to I, I think, yeah, right. Also, man, I don't know how many complications I can throw at you, but it, this this has got to be at least a risky situation that you're that you're in now, right? I know that you you took harm. Can I only put the harm or the shift in position on you for a failure? <laughs> I, yeah, it's generally one at a time, but yeah. good answer. Uh, <laughs> I totally don't mind having both. This is an awesome situation. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm being eaten by a sewer croc. A canal croc, please. Canal croc. Yeah. Right. So I would give you improved effect. Do you know what I mean? But I, I feel like you should be at a risky position for this, but I visited the harm instead of that. The improved effect is that there is potential for you to kill this in one hit. All right. So I've pushed myself, and I now have two dice again. All right. Four and a five. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you are able to find, purchase, uh, divert power to your your pistons and take off at an upward diagonal trajectory and slam yourself essentially head first into, <laughs> into the side of the jetty, oh, uh, yes. taking this monstrosity with you. You can, you can feel almost more than you hear it give like a growl groan of pain and it, Whips its head a, a couple of times, but then releases you at the at the end of that shake. Great. The complication is that you are now definitely at a risky position. Okay, okay. Is there now a clock called taking on water? 
Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there look it is. what you did. Love it. How many segments do you want for that? Oh, man. Your call, man. 16. <laughs> yeah, <ball> 16. <laughs> you would have nothing to do with him ever. We'll make it four, and I'm ticking two. <gasps> so he's not taking on water yet. It's important to note, right? Okay. Because you're waterproof. Wester, you have still an empty segment on blue coats on the way on your clock, right? The scove that you choked out yes. starts to come to. Oh, boy. But you, you never I, loaded him into the ridge, right? Right. Like he's still by the canal in yes. my mind, right? Yes, he is. But and you've got eyes on him. He like, you know, sort of woozily comes to, sits up, looks around, sees, hears his buddies all fucked up, mm-hmm. um, and then reaches for his gun and and draws it and starts looking around to see who got him, where are they? Was there a vehicle here? Is there anyone else? around am i in danger uh he makes his way over to one of his buddies the nearer of the two starts Mm -hmm. helping him up and they kind of begin limping away after a minute or two a small carriage comes around nothing fancy like a single goat to it one driver obviously they open up the door and he helps the the wounded guy into it and then they they move over to the the second guy that you shot who appears to be in much worse condition than mm-hmm. the first guy that you took out and they begin to load him into the carriage as the blue coats the first blue coats begin trickling around the corner and coming over the original bridge in question mm-hmm. uh, they see the blue coats. Whether or not the blue coats see them remains in question because the driver and the dude you choked out immediately open fire on the blue coats. Ah! Shooting one of them, fatally or not, off of the bridge. Another three or four come around the corner. They're armed with like bolt action rifles essentially and they they take up firing positions on the bridge and on the far side of the canal and the scove contingent the the two function we'll say three there's a third guy in the the carriage who now gets out so there's the two wounded that They've managed to get inside the scove you choked out a third guy within and the driver who are all like peppering the blue coats with a spray of bullets as the, the blue coats try to fire back and you are silently invisibly observing it all. Yeah. Okay. I'm hearing that. This is, this is great. I love this. I like this a lot. Okay. I'm worried about Lukai, but I'm also knowing more worried. (laughs) 
what I'd like to do is try to maneuver the vehicle to the point where I can get behind all of this in the direction that I know Boom and Zyka are coming, right? So that I can kind of like intercept them before they reach all of this, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I think you know that they're not trying at no point are they going to be coming here. They okay. were going to meet at the, the second X. Okay. If for all, you know, they've already gotten to the second X and oh, you guys there. aren't there when you had sort of hoped you would have been there by now. Yeah. So they might be heading your direction. So that, okay. that makes sense. The other thing that occurs to you because you're an old hand at this you fired two shots from this location, and at the time, it maybe didn't occur to you that it would be any big deal because it didn't seem like it was likely to become a crime scene. <laughs> but now there's a big shootout. There's going to be forensics here collecting casings, uh-huh. and two of the casings that they find are going to be a match to your rifle. Uh, yep. Which is not necessarily the end of the world, but it's certainly a pain in the ass. And something you would keep track of, I think. Right. Okay, so Wester's in a quandary. I think he's thinking about wanting to protect, uh, trying to get to Zyka and boom. But I think he decides that Lukai could would be in more of a vulnerable situation if he just came out of the water in this, right? So I think uh, well, I would like to stay put. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay, you guys have since, uh, you, you arrived at the second location. We'll say you waited for a while, perhaps conducted a survey to see if you could find the flag, right? You didn't see it. You didn't see it. Down canal moving Never your way. that idea. And, <laughs> and I love the irony of like the most sophisticated piece of technology in this world, <laughs> resorting <laughs> to Flags. yeah, like a piece of cloth on a stick, <laughs> right? Don't knock See, low tech. <laughs> you showed up, you waited for a while, and then perhaps made the call to like move on to the the third rally point. Yeah, in, are they in there? the hopes? Um, oh, we don't so, know. Yeah, we went. I went to the third X. Yeah. Zyka and Boom. And it, with yeah. the expectation that anybody at any time, we, we all know, if need be, just goes back to the shop. Right. You know, that is the ultimate the abort point. rendezvous yeah. is the shop. Final destination shop. Yeah, and if at any point you guys decide that you want a flashback here, remember that that is on the table as well. What kind of setting is is the third X? Like in terms of buildings? Well, I, I would imagine that the third X is the most remote mm-hmm. X. Like I think this is like we've gotten more industrial, farther away from mm. like commercial. Oh yeah, because like, this is just- like, yeah. like one of their boats stayed behind to like have this fight with people at the first drop point, and then the mm-hmm. other boat like went as off path as possible to continue dropping gotcha. as they escaped. I would imagine. 
Um, so this last one should be, I'm, I'm hoping somewhere we can just like find a quiet spot to just pull over and blend in for a second and watch. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Is this in the docks? Why not? Yeah. Let's say the third X is like basically right here. Yeah. Very near to open water. But like right yeah. before it. Yeah. 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 So you guys arrive at the third X. It's it's quiet. It's remote. The downside is that it's straight up rival gang territory. Mm. Specifically, you are now in the land of the Seaside Mulligans, who are a group of bravos or mercenaries, right? Toughs, if you will, with whom you don't have a hostile relationship, but at the same time, Coming yeah, uninvited onto mm -hmm. turf could cause problems if you make. We're in the work van. That's true. That's mm -hmm. true. We're, you just, are. we're just movers. Yep. 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 Did you guys get there? It's quiet. No western. No lookout. Is there anything I can climb? Would I be able to see them better if I got like on top of a small building or a tree or something? For sure, you might it might help just to get on top of the the van. But oh. yeah, it's as high up as you feel like you want to go. There are. Um, I'll stay on the top of the van okay. to see if I can see further down the river or anything. Make me a roll. What do you like? What feels appropriate here? Study, survey. Study or survey. Um, I have one dot in study. Two. Six. Hey. Aces. Um, nice job. You. See a light. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> down down the canal, you can't see it, but now you guys hear quite a lot of gunfire, and you can see the flare that you outfitted Lukai mm. with. It's moving pretty erratically. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Like it's, I go supposed to do that. Uh, kind of flickers at one point. Yeah. <laughs> we should be prepared to load him. Come on. And she gets out and she's getting ready to move. So she like opens up the back ramp and lowers it down and nice. puts on her gloves and excellent. Do we have? Can I retcon any kind of like communication device with him? Uh, this is where a flashback would be <gasps> useful. Wow. Um. Some yeah. Some kind of like old timey looking. Yeah, so this so we cut to a scene in the works. garage. This is how it works. Okay. Wooden, old timey, steampunk ass looking walkie talkie. Yep. There's a small ghost in it. You tell it the message, the ghost flies to the other one, tells them the message. That's how it transports information back and forth. It's just a small ghost. Ghost to ghost. <laughs> yeah. I I dig it. I dig it. You're allowed to hate it. Um, <laughs> You're allowed to hate it. It can just be a normal walkie talkie. No, no, no. Well, because that's I mean that's the only way. That's one of the frustrations or complications of this world is that like that's a pretty critical piece of tech that yeah. they don't have yet. The ghost like a, like a, a traditional oh, walkie talkie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio right. Signal. Like right. they might just now have rudimentary telecommunications 
mm-hmm. Morse code or something like that. So whatever it is, like the the actual logistics of how it works, we can can be even nebulous, but it must have a a ghost. I love the ghost box. You know okay, yeah. So that's great. So uh, cut to cut to the garage. You're outfitting Lukai with mm-hmm. it. It's substantial enough that it's not portable on your end. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like it's anchored into the van. Okay. It's basically a radio station gotcha. in, in the back of the That's van. Awesome. Right. But yeah, pitch it, pitch it to the group. Everyone's gathered around. Okay, so I made something that I think is gonna be really useful. You guys might think it's a little crazy. Try not to panic. <laughs> When you see what it is. I feel like we have this conversation a lot, boom. Tin Man, come here. And I hand him the small box. Hold this. Yes. I take the box. Go stand over there. And yeah, like uh, yes. shoot you to like the other side of the garage. Understood. Okay. Clumps over. <laughs> <laughs> I sit down at the little radio station. I like crack my knuckles and I'm like, okay. I like put on the headset. Turn a crank, some rubber ducks fall off the top. Um, Excellent. And I like whisper something into the box. Then I turn the crank again and I slam a button and it just like goes and then just like little like like light, (laughs) this ball of light just kind of like floats up out of it as it's shaking, then goes into his box. What is supposed, oh, what is, what is this? I say, put it up to your ear. You just hear this little voice whisper. You hear this little voice whisper. (laughs) Farts McCool. (laughs) I'm unaware of what Farts McCool means. I just, like, raise my arms and look like... Do do you know what Farts McCool means? Boom. I created... Do Do you not see the bigger picture? I've created a communication device. This is phenomenal. Is it watertight? Should be. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I can envision no problems coming from this in the future. Industrial waterproofing sealant. 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 Mills. I sprayed it down with plenty of Millsy. I judge this to be a one-stress flashback. Great. Well done. It's it's an external device, so it is attached to you, probably here-ish on one of the one of your shoulders, right? So you've you've essentially got a push to talk mechanism there. Okay. Um, and brilliantly, <laughs> like the Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> brilliantly, the single terminal was attached to your moving van and not to the ridge. <laughs> so poor Wester still thinks that he's waiting for Lukai, which I love. Um, right. That's perfect. You now have a means to contact Lukai. Lukai, you are in a risky position, still tangling with this crocodile who is not yet done with you. Uh, he indeed released you. You sort of like spun and are uh, mildly tangled 
in the the ropes and crates you lose sight of it for a moment and then your your sensor goes off and it seems it's approaching from your right and sure enough as you turn you can see it sort of make a quick juke move and then come at you again for another snap this time it's coming lower i'm going to produce a blade and just attempt to slam it into this thing's back or head excellent and finish it off it is attempting to chomp down on you you are trying to kill it with your blade this is risky uh roll me a skirmish your blade will give you improved effect i'm just gonna do this with one die with one die with With one one die die. love one measly die it is a five it is a five fabulous uh it charges you makes impact with its jaws just as you bring the blade down basically between its shoulder blades and it your blade takes deep purchase as if the creature doesn't even have pseudo protective armored plating for its skin but it also clamps down on your torso forcing a third section of your clock taking on water to be filled out. Ah, what can go wrong? Right? You're telling me you didn't bring a bottle and seal it? What do you do? You guys are sort of attached to each other at this point. Oh, is this thing not dead? This thing is dead, but it is dead and clamped around your midsection. If I know that it's dead, I'll I'll radio boom with the click of this button on this uh, this device. This yeah. is Lukai. Do you read me? Over. What's going on <laughs> over there? I have been attacked by a large creature. Could you be more specific? Not to worry. It is dead. The water is very dark, but you're pretty sure that you can see... This light is settling. Like the hue of the light has gone red. Oh. What does that mean? Oh, meaning that you're seeing the creature's blood. blood. Oh. Right. Well, (laughs) hold on. So you just said it's fine? It's dead? Yes, not to worry. And indeed, it might be possible to sell this thing. That's great. Do you need help? I will be with you shortly. What is your position? We are right above him. We're right above you at the third marker. Lovely. Biff, make me a final fortune roll. Oh, oh, great. (sighs) No. What'd you get? It's a one. A one? It's just a garden variety failure. Uh, As you are preparing to exit, you spy a fourth crate. You don't think it's ammunition. It's probably guns. You're guessing not rifles because it's shorter than the, the first crate that you acquired. But it seems to have settled, barely submerged in the, the sooty, silty bottom at all. 
This doesn't smack of misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> then Lukai's going to radio in. Stand by. I, I believe I've found another crate. You found another one? I thought there were only three. What's in it? It is difficult to see well down here. <laughs> Considering all the blood. <laughs> What the hell is Wester doing? Like, I don't... Super. <laughs> He's still at X1. He's sweating bullets waiting on the tie. Poor guy. Just get out of there. Make me the roll to, to get out of there. Who, me? Yeah, you. All right. What am I rolling to get out of here? Well, you're going to use your pistons, right? Yes. Well, that feels like prowess to me. Okay. So that's two, two, two dice. No! It's a pair of twos. Oh, Biff. Well, Just it would have gone flawlessly. Except. I'm now taking on water. Well, you are now taking on water. And you don't know if that is what causes the sensory disruption, but there's gunfire and the, the sound of your, your armor chassis being pelted with bullets that leave a foreboding, echoey ringing in your, in your sensorium. This is not good. And they they sort of come again and again. It feels like they're they're getting closer, and you can you can sense that the armor, uh, the integrity of the armor is diminishing. It is time to panic. Okay, so I imagine that the current here is stronger, and that's probably why I have failed. Uh, in addition to, you know, obviously taking on water. So it's it's time to, like, bend down and just go four-legged, crawling across the bottom of this canal, hand and foot, hand over foot, and just grabbing for anything on the walls as soon as it's possible to get that. Just blind and dumb and freaked out. I, I'm starting a clock getting out. <laughs> It's a four-segment clock. You're going to tick it off with your prowess. In, in addition, I've got the climbing gear, so I sh- should be at better effect because I, I have whatever it is you would use to, to climb with. Oh, yes. Great. Great, great, great. So some pythons, probably, or those rock hammers. Yes. Okay. Six and a four, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. It's two segments. All right. Um, so you are with the the crates in tow and the body of the crocodile still clamped and reeling from flashbacks. You manage to make it the rest of the way from sort of the middle of the canal to one of the walls and drive your hands into the the stone wall. And we'll say that your your climbing equipment has been is some kind of modification that's been 
put into your chassis, right? Whether it's like spikes that can come out of the side or like talony grips at the end of your fingers, but you, you drive in and you start pulling yourself out. Awesome. You can see that the light has moved and you, you would imagine that he's beginning his his extraction. As Nadia or Zyko sees the light moving, she you know gets out her dolly and starts going toward that edge where they are coming up. Sweet, sweet. All right, make another roll. Uh, this last one we're going to push. Delightful. Running out of stress. You want help? Uh, that is a five. But with increased effect, that should be enough? Should be enough, yeah. So the first Uh, one, a six should have been three. Three pie slices, yeah. Okay, it's it's enough. It is done. You guys are waiting at the edge. The first thing that comes out is one of the smaller boxes, sort of splashes out of the water, lands with a thud on the... The side Zyka of the jetty. grabs it and puts it on the dolly. Yeah. Then another of the same. Yep. Then a, the rifle box sort of like clunks end over end and some water pours out of it. That one's obviously been somewhat compromised. Not ideal. What can you do? Finally, the third box takes a minute. By the time you finish loading those, Lukai has extracted themselves from the water and they have their their arms up at first and they plant and begin to do essentially a muscle up out and as their torso and legs clear that is where the crocodile becomes <laughs> obvious it, it it's it's enormous it's gray in color it has Jagged teeth and bony ridges around the outside of its snout, and doomsday style, uh, like rib cage uh, on the outside of its eyes as protection. It's 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 monstrous, and it's dead. Can Lukai lift it into the ridge? Like can you walk? <laughs> I mean the the van. I will be all, all right. There's water pouring out of places. What the hell did you do? Get in the van. This this creature has damaged my structural integrity. I almost died. I'm gonna. I apologize. (laughs) Apologize later. Get in the van. This is suboptimal. Quite indeed. (laughs) We waiting for Wester. What are we doing? Wester. In the meantime. The stoves run out of ammunition or finally get their their second wounded securely into the carriage and take off. More bluecoats arrive, some immediately in, in pursuit of the carriage, although it takes a while for their carriage to arrive. And so you assume that the, the scoves effectively get away, at least for the time being. But the more bluecoats that arrive the more they begin to spread out and establish a perimeter and the less secure your position seems to become. 
uh, I would probably like to have seen Lukai come out of the water by now. Can I survey the area to see if I've got eyes on their happenings? Give it a go. Great. Two. You cannot. Um, right. You you just you don't have line of sight from your position. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. do, however, feel more than reasonably confident that this is the time. These are the conditions under which to call an abort. Okay. Then I'm going to drive in the direction of the rendezvous X. If I was to uncloak, are the blue coats going to see? I don't imagine the blue coats are going to see an uncloaking. You're off the beaten path enough that they have not, that they have not yet given your area attention. But if you mm-hmm. wait much longer, they will be there, and then you are going to be in the position of like. There was no vehicle here. Oh, there's a vehicle here. And it's yeah. driving away. Okay. So let me uncloak <laughs> the vehicle. Pull, Try to pull out out of the alley. I don't know what to roll for this. I feel like I want to do it like sneakily. I want to sneak this vehicle there. Fly casual? Yeah. All right. Make that finesse, I suppose. Is it, Biff, what do you think? What is that? Prowl? I think finesse or prowl would be totally fine. Up to you. I think I know what you're going to choose. Right. We're going <laughs> to prowl our way out. <laughs> Five. Fives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You are you are able to drive past the blue coats without harassment. However, as you are pulling away, finally, you you see in the rearview mirror. One of the blue coats observe your vehicle. You think more likely than not they have a description of the vehicle, if not potentially have the vid of of the current ridge. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that later. Yeah, they're not pursuing you, but that's that's potentially a problem for later. All right. So I make my way. You're heading to the second X? Yes. You get there. Nobody's there. You guys are headed back to the shop. Mm-hmm. Correct. Especially because, uh, from my estimation, Wester really has nothing compromising him. Like, we've got all the shit. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't <laughs> if have he anything. gets caught, he can talk his way out of it or something. Yeah. He doesn't if, have any incriminating. A, yeah, if he hits a patrol. Mm-hmm. All right. So, after getting there, realizing nobody's there. I'll make my way back to the shop then too. Super, super. Um, and that's, that's where we'll call it, right? Next next session, we'll we'll do experience. I can't believe there was no desperation in that one. There certainly should have. That's my bad. I'll get better. We're just extremely good at this game. You guys were though, in some ways, (laughs) weirdly good. Thanks for listening. Keep an eye out for the next episode of The Harvestman. If you enjoy what you've heard, please take a moment to subscribe and or give us a review. Uh, You should also feel free to visit our website at www.harvestmanpodcast.com, where you can find all sorts of cool, nerdy extras from the world of Blades. 
Aislina Boom Rojas is played by Joey. Lakai is played by Brent. Wester the Needle Slain is played by Michael. Zyka Nadia Minskovna is played by Steph. The Harvestman theme was composed, performed, and donated by Brad Phillips, especially for this podcast, and we are eternally grateful to him. He is truly an OG art maker. The Blades in the Dark Roleplay System is a creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. Finally, we'd like to take a second to thank Ree and all the other folks at the Magpies for their exceptional work. It was their podcast that inspired our own, and if you've enjoyed any portion of what you heard here, then you must check out the Magpies at www.magpiespodcast.net or wherever your podcasts are found. Until next time. The Harvestman is an Ambling Nymph production.